Okay. Shut the door. Brett Kavanaugh, the guy who has been nominated for the Supreme Court, you know, he's been going through all these hearings lately. There's all kinds of drama surrounding him. And um, a lot of it at the beginning was about, it was about the women, a woman's right to choose, um, you know, lots of, um, even I think some racial things that they, you know, there was some emails about racial profiling and things like that. That's right. Yeah. And that was a big thing, right? Right. And there was also the one about, I believe there was a young girl who he, um, she was an immigrant and she was trying to get an abortion. I did hear about that. I don't know the details, but I do, yeah. I do remember hearing. So he's obviously that. not for um, a woman's right to choose. Correct. Right. So there's all that. Mm-hmm. That was big stuff, right? Huge. Old news. Okay. Right? My so, you know, just I think it a moves week so ago, fast. It does. It's crazy, <laughs> this world we live in. So, you know, last week, Dr. Christine Ford, Blasey Ford, came forward with... Um, um, an allegation that he tried to rape her in high school at a party. Right. And she did that. And it came with a great cost to her because, yeah, because mm-hmm. she is getting death threats. She had to leave her home. Um, while, you know, Brett Kavanaugh is still like sitting pretty talking like he's a choir boy. Right. Um, and so that's, that's one thing that's been this huge thing. Then, there was another lady who came out. I don't even remember the days anymore because it all just blurs together yeah. anymore. But then there was a second lady who came out. Her name was Deborah, is Deborah Ramirez. She came forward saying that when she was a fresh, I think she was a freshman at Yale, mm-hmm. that he, um, Brett Kavanaugh, basically put his penis in her face. Good grief. And, um, you know, she was drunk at a party. And so... You know, everybody, um, all of the Republicans in the Senate are, or in the Senate Judiciary Committee anyway, are saying, you know, this is the left trying to, you know, stonewall everything, whatever. Right. This Deborah Ramirez lady didn't even want to come forward. Other people were talking about this. Apparently there were emails from all the, the people who were there at Yale at the time and who right. knew this story were talking like, I wonder if this story is going to come out, blah, blah, blah. And reporters approached this lady uh-huh. and she finally decided, okay, I'm going to come out and, and share my story. But right. she was reluctant. She did not want to. So it wasn't like she had this, you know. Burning desire. Yeah, I'm going right. to ruin this guy's mm-hmm. life, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. So um, it came up. She was being pursued. So she's like, okay, well, might as well, right? Right. So, you know, Brett Kavanaugh goes on Fox News to, for an interview. And I will be honest, I did not watch the whole thing. I've watched clips. And one of the things that he kept saying over and over again was that he wants like a, a, I think a fair process or a fair and just process. And that, and something that he stressed during the hearings was how he trusts in the system. I mean, right? well, yeah, that's as a judge, you should. Exactly. Right? So as a judge, then wouldn't you think that if he, tr- if he trusts in the system that he would want an FBI investigation to right. clear his name. Right. I get not wanting an investigation because you think the system is rigged or 
not even necessarily rigged, but it's corrupt. Right. Because I personally believe this the system is corrupt in many ways. So I could see not wanting an investigation in certain instances. But for someone who so strongly believes in this system, not willing to say, I think we should have an FBI investigation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with that. How can you say you believe in this system when you're not even willing to participate in it in the first place because when it you involves are the you? corruption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's like ridiculous to mm-hmm. me. And and these women are just totally being, you know, like they're just, everybody's thinking it's just a way to, you know, smear him and not, excuse me, not everybody, the Republicans. Oh, right. The Democrats were talking, you know, all this, they were saying all these negative things about him during the initial hearing about women's reproductive rights, about the racial profiling, all of that stuff. They were, Cory Booker was risking his his seat. Right, right. Have you heard a single Democrat talking about this stuff? Right. they've, They've gone ghost. Right. I don't know what's going on. It's ridiculous. Like, this is the time to speak up. Like... You know, granted, yeah, it, you know, the, uh, the Republicans are saying it's a tactic, um, by the Democrats to, to kind of prevent Kavanaugh from being, um, confirmed. Confirmed, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so what of it? If this is real, who cares what it is? This man should not be in the Supreme Court. Agreed. I think we've talked before about how the Democrats always try to take the high road. Mm. Okay, no, I hear you. I hear you. And I understand the frustration. I do. But I think in the end, and I could be so wrong, but I think in the end, you the evidence will pile up against him because it, these are just the facts. Here's, here's the thing. The Democrats have at least showed up. I think it was a couple years ago when they were trying, when um, Antonin Scalia passed away and a seat became open. The Republicans wouldn't even show up. They stonewalled the whole process. And I think that is not democratic. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of frustrations with the, with the, with the Democrats, but they're at least showing up. I know, I know, and I want to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. You're saying, why are they not speaking out more about the women? Right. I think it speaks for itself though. I could be wrong. I just feel, I, I feel that they should be stand, standing up and saying, these Republicans are trying to stonewall this woman, these women, they're preventing them from talking. We're not hearing that. There's a, a Senator Whitehouse, I think he's on the Judiciary Committee. Okay. I listened to an interview um, with him this morning. And it might have been from last night, but I was listening to it this uh-huh. morning. It was on YouTube. Um and he, he was saying a lot of really um, interesting things, but you're not hearing it on the news as much. You're hearing, you know, like this was a an interview on a news show, but you're not hearing the Democrats having press right. conferences and saying things and standing up for, you know, right. these women's rights. And the fact that there's going to be this hearing on Thursday for Christine Blasey Ford to testify, it's not even a fair setup. You know, if there's, you know the cards are stacked against her. It's basically a, he said, she said at this point, because there is no real investigation. So, um, I just wish that the Democrats would stand up and say, this is not Not right. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to fix. It's not going to make the hearing 
be any more fair. Right. But at least they would have said it. Yeah. So why do you think they're not? I don't know. I mean, my first instinct is to say that they're cowards. But, but they I mean, stood up right. before and were saying things. So I don't know. It's some sort of strategic thing, I guess. I just don't understand it. But Jeff Flake, he's the uh, Republican from Arizona. Yeah. I happened to be walking by the um, television at work today, and mm-hmm. he was um, speaking on the Senate floor. And for a moment, I was like, hmm, this guy... He might, no, he's, he's, he's like a swing vote, I think. Like, he's in, he's up in the air. Swing yeah, but he's an exaggeration, but. For, for this, um, for the nomination? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he, what happens, because I know he is, um, he's not defending his seat. He's letting his seat go in Arizona. Mm-hmm. If this carries on, I mean, we're already in, in October. If this carries on a couple more months, will he still serve in that capacity if he's, if he's lost his seat? Until, until the new person takes over, yeah. So I think it's, is it this, I don't know if the right, time it's is like the in same, January, like in January, yeah, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, he will still be there okay. until the new person takes, takes that seat. I think he's a pretty, I mean, I don't really know his politics, but I, there was this podcast on this, Amer- uh, this episode on This American Life. It's a podcast I listened to and it was about, um, they were following him. And about how he's just like, he's like, I can't be part of a government who's literally trying to destroy everything that he and like McCain and all the other people who are trying to come across the aisle of work for. So I don't know his politics really well, but he seems like a stand up guy. Yeah. And so when I saw him on the Senate floor, the what he was saying today, you know, he was talking about how he hadn't made up his mind about Kavanaugh. And he said he mentioned that it's um, crazy to think that a lot of the people have already made up their mind when they haven't even listened to the hearing yet. That's I think that's on fair, though. It is fair. I agree. Mm-hmm. Because the Republicans and Democrats alike have already made up their right. minds. Um, the difference is... The Democrats made up their mind based on policy, right? And um, obviously this adds fuel to the fire. The Republicans made up their mind based on policy as well, but this should be a help. This should be a deciding factor as well. And right. it, they're not even considering it. Right. This is just added, added reason for the Dems, right? No, I agree. I, I agree. I'm just, I mean, like you said, I want, I just wonder if there is some, I don't think that they're just standing by and letting this happen. I just don't know what their angle is. Mm-hmm. But I think there is an angle. I don't know. I think there is too. I don't really understand it. And I kind of wish that they would speak up because I feel like they don't speak up enough as it is. Right. And that's why I'm frustrated. This might be a smart tactic for them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally, my, my gut tells me that they don't want to fuel the flame of this is a tactic. This is a stall tactic by the right. Democrats. So they're right. just staying quiet. But who cares if they think that it's a stall tactic? Because if these women have legitimate, credible accusations, they should be heard. And there Absolutely. should be an investigation. Absolutely. So why are, you know, it's so funny because I remember the Republicans were not willing to be pushed, right? And nor should they have been to make a decision. I mean, waiting an entire seven months to fill a seat. I'm not sure if that's the way to do it. But I guess what I'm saying is like, they were so, um, keen on having their time and making sure that, you know, the president who was coming in, whoever it was, because at that time they didn't 
no air quotes that Trump was going <laughs> to be president and that, you know, Russian, the Russians were um, infiltrating our whole election process. But they thought that whoever the new president was coming in should be able to do it. The, I just it's always so disheartening when people literally just fight against not against when people just literally fight with their party. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you feel something is unfair or unjust, then follow that all the way through. Right. Whereas now they're like rushing this through. They gave this chick, um, Ford, they gave her, I think it was, I don't know, maybe a week. To, I don't to, even think it was a week. It wasn't a week. Well, they extended it, but they were only giving her, I think a day or two, maybe three days. And they're only, they're not, they're not allowing time for an investigation. They're definitely making it him against her. And I mean, the whole Me Too movement is about a power um, Mm -hmm. imbalance. Mm -hmm. There is a huge power imbalance if it's him against her and he's a sitting judge. He might not be a Supreme Court judge right now, but he is a high ranking judge. Yes. So, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's just so disheartening. You know, every time you turn around, there's just another way. This whole thing just feels so crummy. You Mm -hmm. know, I don't know. Something Jeff Flake said today was that um, something like if it doesn't matter what decision is made, whether Kavanaugh is confirmed or not, Mm -hmm. there's always going to be doubt associated with it. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? That should be just enough reason to not confirm him because if you're going to confirm somebody and you know that there's always going to be that there's always going to be that doubt associated Mm -hmm. with it but granted i'm not you know i'm not brett kavanaugh yeah i don't think that i would want i don't think that i would want that type of position because he he's fine (laughs) no i think i think he's just i mean look at clarence thomas right He's fine. That's true. And, you know, there's always, when you say, when, when Flake says there's always going to be doubt, sure. But only when somebody reminds you. Yeah. We have such short memories. Such short memories. Yeah. That's because, true. like, how often do you really think about Clarence Thomas and the Anita Hope? We know what happened. Yeah. But how often when you see him and they're talking about the Supreme Court justices, do you think, oh, that dude? Just recently. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. And only because of the Brett Kavanaugh exactly. situation. Um, I do have one update that came out okay. um, today. And mm-hmm. this, um, you know, Michael Avenatti, the lawyer yep. for Stormy, Stormy Daniels, mm-hmm. he has a new client that he's been teasing out this week. And I'm not a fan of this He's guy. a showman. And he you know what? Totally, he's playing. But... In, in that you, you've said in the past that the Democrats, and I know he, he's not necessarily one side or the other, but I'm just saying in this case, that they need to be able to play the game. Mm-hmm. This dude is playing the game. That's true. He okay, is. Okay. I he that is. message received. <laughs> All right. He okay, is. Yeah. All right. Well, I give him, I give him props for that then. And it's, it's good. At least yeah. somebody's doing it, right? Right. But his, um, this, uh, third accuser that he's been teasing out all week and on wednesday the third accuser came out and um her name if i'm saying it correctly is julie swetnick okay i only saw one news clip on it i haven't had an opportunity to get all the details on it yet but basically they um went to a lot of uh, parties not together but they were at the same parties maybe together i don't know Mm -hmm. but they were they were both at a lot of the same parties and that she witnessed a lot of heavy drinking, highly inappropriate conduct by both Brett Kavanaugh and Mark Judge, his 
good friend mm-hmm. from, from high school. She saw Kavanaugh and Judge being um, very abusive and physically aggressive, not willing to take no for an answer from women. And apparently he spoke to women in a demeaning manner and he was a mean drunk. Mm. And um, the the interesting thing with her is there's um, Dr. Ford and um, Ms. Ramirez have not um, signed anything. They've given statements, but that's it. But this um, Julie Swetnick, she signed a declaration and sent it to the Judiciary Committee. I didn't know what that meant before, but uh-huh. basically what that means is it's a sworn statement, meaning if she's lying... There's repercussions. She, yes. Okay. So she's like putting it out there, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know what's going to come of that, but yeah. apparently she's got... And I think there might be more details. I just haven't gotten to hear all of them because the news that I was listening to was still trying to sift through right. all of that information. Right. So that's pretty, that's pretty big. I mean, you know, if there's these parties, this woman is speaking out. Oh, and just to clarify, this was back in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. So same time frame. Anyway, but, con- um, continued behavior, though. Like, right. the behavior is... I know we watched one a video where they were interviewing several civilian women, and they were trying to make an excuse for his behavior, saying that he was a 17-year-old boy, and boys will be boys. Was that what they said? Something like that. Like or they were trying I think to make excuses. One of the women said, I might be getting this wrong, but one of the women said, find me a 17 year old boy who didn't do this. Lord have mercy. Let me tell you. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah. You and we're just going to, we're just going to act like, oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. Pass. You're yeah. okay. No. Yeah. And I don't even want to get into the whole, if the, if a Democrat was to do it, how big a deal that the Republicans would make mm-hmm. of it, because whatever the Dems and the Republicans do it back and forth to each other. Wrong is wrong is wrong. Exactly. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are. Mm-hmm. If you're a sexual predator, right? you're a sexual predator and we you deserve, you, Bill Cosby. Mm, speaking of, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, listen, I will be the first to say that when the, the, um, the women started coming out um, with the stories. I was like, not Cliff. I know. Not Dr. Huxtable. (laughs) Like I wasn't, I was not trying to hear it because I don't want to say there was a brainwashing, but you know, he was, especially for a young black child, he was something or the family that was created or cultivated on the TV was a black family that we'd never seen like that before. And it was something to look up to, you know? So, like, you don't want to believe it. And then he's the guy who was telling young black men to pull up their pants and be respectable and all this. And it's just like, but you let us down. And the thing about it is, I don't care how good your public image is. I don't care if you're America's or black America's dad. I don't care if you're a high-ranking judge. If you have committed these crimes, you deserve to be punished. Mm -hmm. I don't care that you're 80 years old. You go to jail. Right. You do. And he was sentenced. He was. Three to 10 years. I'd be interested to see how he fares in there. It's so interesting, though, because, like, when I hear about um, Bernie Madoff Hmm. in jail, like, sometimes I'm like, what? This dude is thriving in there. I know. That makes me so mad. So mad. But I think it's different, though, because I don't know if it's necessarily uh, rapists. 
um, which still just weirds me out to associate Bill Cosby mm-hmm. with that because he was such a what a what a great role model he was on mm-hmm. the Cosby Show. Like mm-hmm. that was a show that I watched all mm-hmm. the time, and that was such a wholesome family. And you know, it's unfortunate that we can't watch that now. Yep, and feel In the, the same, same way. way. But I, you know, the fact that oh, what I was getting at was that you know, I've heard that like men who go to prison for harming children will get the hell beat out of them. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I don't know if it's the same for men. I think it is. Women. I think it I'm is. Sure. Grown women, you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope it is. Well, you know, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking for acts of violence, but you should not feel comfortable in there. Exactly. You should not feel comfortable. I agree. I agree. You're there to pay a price. Absolutely. And if you're living the high life in prison, it's just, you know, it kind of defeats the purpose. And yeah, the whole Bernie Madoff thing really bothers me if that's, if that's truly the case. And I'm pretty sure it probably is. Yeah. But I only hope that, that Bill Cosby at least is unhappy and and a little bit uncomfortable. And he needs to be reflective. Yeah. No, seriously. Like I'm... you know, I'm on and off with Wendy Williams. Like, sometimes she's trash, and sometimes I'm like, oh, Wendy. But today she was trash. I was, I watched her, <laughs> and she was talking about Bill Cosby. And she's like, I don't want to see Dr. Huxtable go to jail. Make him live in a small studio apartment in a mid-market um, community where he has to pay for his own stuff. And what? He, I tell you no lie. I tell you no lie. And she was like saying, make him only get visiting hours, like the visiting hours that he would get if he was in prison. Make him only have one toilet, like the one toilet he would have. Is And I was like... Because he was Dr. Huxtable? You, my head was cocked to the side. I was like, wait, what? I'm not joking. Like, I was like, this chick. Like, because I don't, he played yeah. a wholesome man on TV yeah. that he totally yeah. was not. Yeah, and because he's an older, an older man. Let me tell you right now, common american man if he goes out and a hungry man goes and steals something from a store you know what he's paying the price mm-hmm. yep and the reality is three to ten years bill cosby's probably not even going to serve a right year. right he's already getting like you know people disturb me man but this is like this is our society is so warped mm-hmm. and i'm not even sure how we got this far like i'm honestly not even sure like i'm not i'm not I don't know. It's just, it's really sickening. It's sickening sometimes how, how people think. It's sickening how people want to hear only the people on their side and vilify the people who have the same. You know, it's like when, when we were talking about those ladies who were talking about, oh, but he was 17, find me a boy who's 17 who didn't do that. And I was like, but do you have a daughter? And so if, if some young man comes and sexually harasses your daughter, you're going to be like, he's, he's just 17. a boy. He's just a young man doing what young men do. Really? Yeah. That you can't see past your own face to see that wrong is wrong? Yeah. Come on, guys. And you know, to I feel like a lot of people really want they're willing to see past all of Brett Kavanaugh's sins because they believe in what what he what he could accomplish in His the policy. Supreme Court. Yeah. Meaning he could um Roe versus Wade. Yeah, he could overturn that, right? Um that's huge and I um, heard that the evangelical community is in support of that 100%, which makes sense. I understand why, whatever. But if you're willing to overlook a sexual predator 
because you believe that God doesn't want somebody to have an abortion. What about, well, how does God feel about a sexual predator, a rape, a potential attempted rapist, at least a, a sexual harasser? Um, we have a pretty strong relationship. He's told me time and time again, he's not a fan of that. So that's not what God supports. Sorry, dudes. Like, I mean, he's not in support. He's not in support of that. And you know, one thing you said to me one time and I was like, Oh, I never thought about it that way. I remember one time because I personally, I don't believe in abortion Mm -hmm. for me personally, for me, Mm -hmm. but that's my choice. I choose not to walk into a, um, an abortion facility. I mean, I have not been in that situation, but the point is like, that's not for me. Right. But that's not for me. I can't say what's what's right for you. And I remember one time you said to me, and you're going to have to correct me on how it goes, but you said... Keep your laws off my body? No. You said something like... I mean, the only thing that comes to mind is that, you know, if we're, we're supposed to live in a free country, and if we don't have a right to make our own decisions, then how is this a free country? I know that the Republicans don't like us to take away the guns, or they're so protective of their gun rights. Um but they're not willing to let people, if it doesn't agree with their religion, they are not interested in giving somebody the rights. It's so um, contradictory. If we're allowed to have guns and we're not allowed to have the right to choose or we're not allowed to um, use medical marijuana, like how is this a free country? You know, the thing about it is when evangelicals or other Christians and I identify as a Christian, but when when Christians try to use God as something to beat people or to make decisions, it's funny because literally God is a God of free will. Like that's yeah. literally what we're doing here. Yeah. It's free will. Yeah. We're but, taking it away with, or they're attempting to take yeah. it away. So it's like, it's very, um, it's hypocritical, which I know a lot of people say about the church anyway, but it, it's just interesting that people are so stuck on that when really whatever your relationship with God is your relationship with God. It has no bearing on what your relationship with God doesn't do anything for me. Like for real. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Plus I don't want anything to do with your relationship. With right. God. Right. You know, you, you, what you have, what you agree with between you and your God is your business. Right. You shouldn't just like I was talking about with the Chick-fil-A conversation mm-hmm. a while back. That doesn't have anything to do with me. <laughs> so, no, 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 for real, so true. And as a Christian, like, it's all about your personal walk. It mm-hmm. really is, you know? And so, so often we are so concerned about what other people do that we lose focus of, of our own personal walks. And I think, um, you know, people are really trying to sit back and look at it, it from perspective of how, um, religion or what role religion or faith or God-based organizations would feel about it, the truth is for you to choose. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter because people are going to go their own way and they're going to be like, no, this is what the Bible says. Let me force it on you. But um, it's just, it's counterintuitive to be honest with you. Well, as the world turns...
Hey guys, this is Andy. Um, This episode that you just listened to was actually recorded on Wednesday, September 26th. A lot has happened since then, so I just kind of wanted to provide a little update on the end, on the tail end of our episode, just to give you some updates on some of the new developments this week. So on Thursday, as I'm sure many of you are aware, Dr. Blasey Ford testified in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, as well as uh, Judge Kavanaugh. And um, I just want to note that Dr. Blasey Ford did an amazing job staying composed and telling her story. And I think that I speak for both Naya and myself when I say that we believe her. Judge Kavanaugh was really antagonistic and argumentative. And I understand that, you know, when you're defending your honor, you are going to be angry. So I understand a certain level of frustration. However, being a judge, there needs to be some sense of level-headedness. And as a judge, he should also trust that an FBI investigation would help answer so many questions and relieve a significant amount of doubt amongst the Senate, who would be the ones who confirm him, and the American people. Um, with that said, I am happy to report that on Friday, the Senate Judiciary Committee, while they unfortunately did vote to move on the uh, confirmation, they did agree to delay the vote for a week to allow for an FBI investigation. Limited in scope, focusing only on the accusations made against Judge Kavanaugh, and for only one week. So that is the most recent update, and we shall see what happens in the next week. Thanks for joining us. We're your hosts, Andy Anderson and Naya Tain. If you like this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook at Shut the Door Podcast or follow us on Instagram at Shut the Door Podcast. You can also email us at shutthedoorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and feature your comments or questions on our show. Until next time. 